Everybody, welcome to another very special edition of the <laughs> Point Till I Die podcast. That's very professional of you. Like Good blew you, I blew Neil off the mic. You did. We are uh, we are live live in the in the Great Lakes state. Live for our, from for our uh, second. Tom's, not, not Tom's kitchen exactly, but we're in Tom's back room. Yes, my back the, room. Again, the ceiling fan is still sitting on the floor in the box. It's funny. I have records leaned up against it. I really need to take a picture of that and show you guys where I just. Yep. I uh, I put the box right underneath where I need to install it, and then I just started leaning records up against it. It's just become one of those things that's become a fixture of the room. Yeah, the funny thing is now, if you wanted to return that ceiling fan, you probably don't make that model anymore. Probably not. If I need replacement parts or something, I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. right? Yep, exactly right. And you know, honestly, Neil, I'm I'm I talk about how much I hate doing house maintenance, and I do hate it. But the fact of the matter is, it would take me like a half hour to put that in. So who said that putting a ceiling fan in was difficult, especially if the electric's No, right? it's super easy, super easy. Doesn't it depend on the electric in the house? If it's <laughs> Well, I mean, this house isn't that old for one thing, but True for enough, another yeah. thing... No, it's it's literally like a positive, a negative, and a ground. I mean, it's super easy. I've oh. done. I put several in in the house. But the problem is, here's the real problem. So it's in the back where I call my record room or whatever. And uh, I whenever I'm doing work around the house, I, listen to list, I like to listen to music. But I would have to kill the power... Right to put the ceiling fan in, or I could work hot, which is stupid. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you don't want to do that. So I just haven't been motivated to uh, to do it yet. So 
It's kind of become a running gag. It's it's sort of replaced the Pillow Fortress of Solitude as the running gag on those. Anyway, welcome to the Punk Till I Die podcast. I'm Tom, and of course that's Neil. We're staring at each other across across a little round table from one another. Yeah, again. Um, and uh, yeah, it's always a delight to be in uh, good old Coopersville, uh, Michigan, and uh, with the lovely trauma family. And uh, no, having a great time. It's I can't hear Friday. Today is Sunday morning. Yes. So we've had two nights of uh, two nights of heavy drinking. And now, now days I, of heavy drinking. Well, actually. I assume you'll try to get on the road fairly early tomorrow. I have to go yeah. to work tomorrow, so yep, we yep. probably won't get at it too hard tonight. Right. Um, but it is it is uh, funny, you know. I said we're in the Great Lakes state, which is what they call it, of course. So I'm I'm only like 15, 20 minutes from Lake Michigan to my west. And there's lakes all around us, and uh, you know we very much did grow up in the like boating boating culture. <laughs> and so Neil, you were I mean, as a kid, you were close to a river. Obviously, you grew up around water too. I mean, you were, how far where you you were how far from the? I'm five minutes from the beach. Five minutes from the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. So the not exactly the Atlantic Ocean. I live on a peninsula, so one side is the River Mersey between me and Liverpool. Okay. One side is the Irish Sea. Okay. Between us and Ireland, and the other side is the River D between us and Wales. Okay, so, you so were yeah, su- we were surrounded by water. Yeah. So, but so, never went on a boat. So Michigan has like <laughs> a, a huge boating culture. It's actually like it's actually like several levels of boating culture because I think having a small boat is like a sign that you've sort of made it in life. But there's like multiple levels of it, right? There's like the boat that we went out on, which you know you kind of keep in your yard and tow over and put in when you can. Right. Then there's the people who like maybe have a slip at a marina. Those right. that's even more money, and you have a bigger boat. Then there's the people who have so much money that they keep them at the marina year round, and they pull them out for that's them, and shrink huge. wrap them yeah. all, all all summer and all that stuff, and you can sleep in them or whatever. But Neil, not so. I have a little tradition with two of my uncles. One of them is from San Francisco, and he's in his early sixties. The other one is local here to me. Lives only about fifty minutes away, over by the water. Uh, who's kind of between Neil and I's age. And uh, I go out with these two uncles every year in the boat, and we drink beer, and we listen to music and talk music and talk politics as little as possible. And uh, we just have a good time. And it just so happened that our time to go out in the boat corresponded with, with Neil's visit. So I, I got the feeling you were a little uneasy about the whole situation at first. It wasn't what I... Okay, so set, set the scene here. So I got in Friday. <laughs> you know, I drove in. I started... Got in like 3.30 from, or yeah, something. Yeah, I started from Chicago at 10. And you have to add an hour on because of the time difference. Hey, you get it back going home, my buddy. You yeah, that's true. Going home. That's true. So I got in about 3.30 or something like that. And I get here and I have a beer, say hello to the family and stuff. And then Tom tells me that uh, Uncle Marv is going to take us out on the boat. <laughs> Uncle Marv is a pretty regular listener, too. I'll yeah, he is. Good old Uncle. Say, Marv. Um, yeah, Bob Dylan's still retarded. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I don't know why, in my mind, I'm envisioning sitting on a lake in like a pontoon boat yeah that's what i'm imagining in and there's mind. a lot of that a lot of people have those so um but it's not that we go to uncle marv's house and he actually tows his it's like a not a speed boat but it's like a mini that yeah, kind of style just, right yeah, yeah. And a smaller one 17 and a half feet long so there's gonna be four of us on it and he's towing it behind his trailer i'm like well this is already more advanced than i thought it was gonna be <laughs> but okay whatever these guys are all cool with it so uh we go we tow it to the River, lake, boat inlet, launch, yeah, whatever yeah, it was, on a lake, yeah. yeah, and uh, and we get in, and there was plenty of beer, of course, and it was hot, man. It was the sun was beating yeah. down. It was nice, so we, you know, we start out, and um, I, I didn't know what to expect. Never having been in a boat like that before, but I guess I wasn't expecting the two mile an hour 
trickling that we were doing that was kind of a, that was kind of a well but surprise. when we sped up you didn't seem to like it very much oh you know why that was i'd never been in a boat when it was like almost like fucking perpendicular that, <laughs> like with that, the nose pointing in the yeah, air yeah, yeah the nose pointing in the air that kind of freaked me out a little bit but um <laughs> yeah it was very sedate wasn't it and you kept saying relax relax but well that's what we do we just relax we go down the river we i don't know it's something Something about the water relaxes I, us. See, I guess the I guess the it's water, a cultural thing, right? Yeah, I guess the water didn't relax me. I mean, I could see if we were if we were. There's sailing. no sharks, Neil. It's no, Great Lakes. It's, no, it's not that. What I'm saying is, I could see if there was things to see. If it was scenic, I could see. You don't like looking at people's houses who are much we wealthier just, than you. Yeah, we were just seeing the backs of people's houses and other boats whizzing by us. Yeah, as we were trolling along, and you know, uh, Uncle Mar, a good good lad, Marv, good lad. <laughs> But he'd made a playlist, a punk playlist for us in the boat, but he had it on so quiet, you couldn't hear the damn thing. Well, the thing. speakers had, like, no bass. It was very yeah. tinny. It was very tinny. Unless the cars were on, and then somehow the cars were at full volume every time. So the cars must be one of his favorite bands. I think. Well, it's funny. I think in the back of Marv's mind, and uh, and once again, I'm just giving you a hard time, Marv, that uh, he thought he was going to go deep with this playlist and sort of wow us, but we pretty much knew every song out of hand. Oh, my God, every, yeah. every, what it was. You know? I'm like, you got to go deeper than that, but, but you know, most people don't, and that's great, too. Yeah. Like I said, he grew up, he's a classic rock guy growing up. Actually, it was very much the same kind of playlist as James played for us in the bar yesterday. It was very much yes, the same yes, kind of yes. thing, which we'll get to that, and we'll get to that in a, in a minute well, on, on new friend James. It's funny because, yeah, it was very sedate, but we did have a little bit of excitement. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to play a song. My, my playlist today... This song doesn't really have anything to do with anything other than the fact that it's angry and it has the word uncle in it. But uh, <laughs> my song list today, other than this song, and this song is very much, I, I know Neil is not necessarily a big all fan, but this song is very much in his voice. We're going to do, all my songs are inspired by watching Neil get angry at people as they went about their daily lives, not bothering anybody. Anyway, this is <laughs> this is all. They were bothering me. Exactly. This song is all, and it's from their great uh, Pummel album. It's called Uncle Critic. Critic, and just remind us for those folks that aren't familiar with all—all all is the Descendants with a different singer, yeah. right? I mean, I think I'm pretty sure most people are probably familiar with that band, but yeah, they're who was the singer? Uh, well, the 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 word on that it was uh, Chad, the guy who sings still form still Chad uh, something put okay. me in the spot. Good old Chad. He's the third, I think, third or fourth singer. Oh wow! Well, mm. the guy from Dave Smalley was the original singer from Dag Nasty. Okay, the original Dag Nasty singer was he the original Dag Nasty singer? He was a, the Dag Nasty, the kind yeah, of the best known Dag so, Nasty yeah. singer. Yeah, same with DYS and a bunch of other bands. And then they had another guy, Scott something. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. All oh, right, sorry. And <laughs> I do, I do like the band. Um, I saw him last year at Punk Rock Bowling and was not that uh, impressed, unfortunately. Um, I remember seeing him back in the day, like at the Reptile House or some of the smaller clubs around here. And they would play like fifty song sets and hmm. just 
they would still do Descendants songs, and it was they were so good. Uh, and and I don't think they're not good now, but it just I don't know, it just didn't tickle me right at Las Vegas, standing there in the hundred degree heat, broad daylight, you know. But anyway, all right, we're getting back on the river now. <laughs> yeah, back getting, on the river. We're getting back on the river. <laughs> so he is me. First time out with these guys, it's fine. I mean, I've been on boats before. I've been on boats in the Mediterranean and stuff, or whatever. It's fine. Um, but these guys, they said they do it all the time. So I just assume they have this whole thing down. They know all the rules. They know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> they know, you know, how to pull in, pull out, all that kind of stuff, right? I well, figured, there was I pulling in, pulling out was pretty painless, like, right? We got it down. Oh, we're going to get to that. Well, oh, you're we're going to get to oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, fine. So uh, <laughs> we're going along extraordinarily slowly. And then all of a sudden, Uncle Marv gives up the uh, gives up the wheel to Uncle Tim. Uncle Tim. Yes. And all of a sudden, we start going faster. And why do you take it from here, Tom? <laughs> as we're going well, faster, we're leaving a week. So, as you uh, any of you who boat know, this is so great. Boat boating boating one one. You know, there's certain areas like if there's a lot of houses, there's a marina or something. You're supposed to have no wake, which means you're supposed to go so slow that you literally don't make waves, waves that make right. it to shore, basically. Well, at some point, we thought we were out of that no-wake zone, and Tim opened it up and just started screaming along. And who should come up behind us, Neil, but the <laughs> Ottawa County Sheriff in his boat. Uh, yeah, so... But, you the know, boat pi- pi- cop. Picture this. I, I, I've, been, I've been here for, like, what, 45 minutes, an hour? And we <laughs> picked, and we picked up by the fucking police already. Well, the good news is, <laughs> Neil and I were sitting in the back. Yeah, boozing. And every, here's the thing. Everybody was boozing. That's the... That's the issue, and and Tim driving. I don't think he. I, I don't think he was anywhere near drunk. He oh, was God, definitely no. the I calm one. Like I mean, he had a couple. Beer. He had a couple yeah. of beers. You know, yeah. I was definitely pounding them down in the back. Uh, Neil probably a little less. Yeah, and Marv and I uh, were probably drinking the heaviest. I would think the heaviest. I would think. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so it's so weird. I've never been pulled over by a boat cop before, right? right. So they make you stop. And then they just kind of circle around you yes. and yell to you and get information. As they're looking up your details, I guess. So, right? you know, a boat like a car will have a license plate or whatever. So he pulls it up and he's confirming names and addresses and stuff. It's me, sir. And it's it me, was, sir. And it was... And <laughs> the owner of the boat was not driving. It was the other uncle. And, uh, and, and Marv sort of got nervous, I think, between the nervousness and the, and the drinkingness and just started like blabbing to the cop and he just wouldn't shut up and it was like oh my brother-in-law doesn't really know where he's going he's from San Francisco <laughs> yeah, and blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah he threw him under the bus was squashed by the bus and this Jesus. cop you had to see him he he looked like uh officer Bradford from the uh <laughs> Mast Intruder. from Mass Intruder he had the like wispy mustache and it was just it was just too close big glock on his hip he did you know? have a fucking bug gun on his hip yeah. <laughs> and it was just it was but the bottom line is, I'm just sitting back there going, Marv, shut up, shut up, stop talking. It's obvious you're drunk when you keep talking. He just kept, kept there. But the cop... Yeah, Marv was volunteering far too much information. I don't know if the cop didn't realize we were older guys or what, because he took down our information, so it is on our it is on uh, Marv's permanent record, the boat owner. He didn't ask for our <laughs> names, anything like that. But ultimately, I am shocked that he did not get on that boat and did not breathalyze anybody and... At that point, I'm sitting in the back. Neil and I are sitting in the back drinking our beers. I'm like, well, my wife's going to have to come pick us up. There is no doubt in my mind that my wife is going to have to come pick us up. We are, we are, it's the call she always enjoys hearing. Sweetheart, I'm at the Ottawa County Sheriff's Department. Can you come and give me a ride? Uh, 
But he let us off. He let us off with a warning. He circled us about four times. He let us times. off with a permanent record. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, cool cool enough guy. I mean, I'm assuming he has It's funny. You with... say he's cool, and everybody says he's cool. And he was cool. He wasn't really a dick. But I'm just sitting there seething at this freaking yeah, wispy were. mustache yeah, you, cop. Yeah, you I'm were just sitting very there, angry. I'm just sitting there like, oh, this freaking... And, and, and you're right. We got off. But I was so sure we were screwed. I was so... I feel like... I feel like <laughs> I feel like whatever saint we were praying to that day, the saint of water sports or whatever, that that he should be. I mean, it's just it was. It was it was funny. You know, I'm the angry one, but I'm just sitting back there having a great great old time. But I didn't I, say I anything. Thing I was, was just like, oh, under, I'm mumbling uh, under my breath. Under shut your, the yeah, fuck up, Marv. Under your breath, you're like, Marv, shut up, Marv, shut up, because Marv just, you know, we got nervous and just kept talking and talking, which is making could have made things worse. You know, could have made things worse. He's like, he's like, my br- this is my brother in law. He's from San Francisco. Yeah. I don't know if you figured the cop would just think he's gay because he's from San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, start billy yeah, clubbing yeah. him or he, what? He, he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know this area. Yeah. He's from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. In Michigan, if you're from yeah. San Francisco, you might as well have a dick hanging out of your mouth, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, the cop was about to say, well, why have you got him driving there? He doesn't know where the <laughs> exactly, fuck he's going. Exactly. That's what have been my answer. But, but it was, yeah, it was just, it was, it was a comedy of errors. But I assume this cop has to deal with like, 18 year old dick well that's what I assume that, that, that he kind of figured we were just rich kids or something because yeah, yeah. there's tons of and tons then he saw of, us like, <laughs> tons of yeah exactly <laughs> sad old, old middle aged guys yeah well there's just because yeah there's an abundance it's a very wealthy area and there's just tons of rich kids living their best lives the kind of the kind of people that are just going about their own business having fun that make Neil just full of murderous rage for yep. whatever reason yeah because they didn't work for their fucking money um, so after that we went to dinner I mean is no, that story no, we're, we're, no, ta- we're not no, there we're yet not there yet we are not there yet <laughs> So, uh, the the uh, officer Bradford fucking uh, flies off on his boat, and uh, and, we and of course we're we all stopped. paranoid after that. Like yeah, we're, now, we're now we're like going, tracking his motion up and down the river. Now we're going like half a mile an hour. <laughs> it's, and now we're going so incredibly slowly. There's like fish swimming faster than we are. Um, Neil's like, when's dinner? I don't even think you're hungry. You're just bored. <laughs> <laughs> just bored. Um, so at this point, um, Marv decides not Marv. Uh, Tim, right? Sorry, yes. Tim decides he's got a, a drone. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna pull out and fly. And I'm like, is this is this legal to fly a drone? Well, nobody's quite sure. We should have buzzed the cop with it. Yeah, yeah. Just follow. And it, it was it was kind of cool setup. You know, his phone went in there, and you could like have a camera on or something. It was it seemed kind of fun. I mean, I'm not gonna it buy one. It did but. until it flies up. And it flies back behind the boat, and all of a sudden he lost it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, well, this looks like a lot of fun. So then we had to make a circle so we could find, find it again. Drone, it was still yeah. in it was still in the air. We just, you know, and there was birds like trying to buzz it and stuff like that. But so we had to make a circle. Cop pulls out his Glock, starts firing, yeah. firing randomly. No shit, right? I, I get it. I'm like, is this legal? I don't know. I think so. Um, so he was supposed to be taking video of the water or whatever, you know, us, you know, from above. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, the SD card is full. <laughs> I'm like, well, this was a complete waste of fucking time, wasn't it? Nice idea. <laughs> nice idea. But uh, yeah. the impressive thing was, though, that when he brought it back into land, he did land it right in the middle yep. of the boat. I thought that was pretty impressive, actually. It was, uh, yeah, it was. It probably was not all he hoped it would be, no, I imagine. No, I don't think. I imagined he thought it would be this thing. Now, the drone itself was small, right? It yeah. was just a bit bigger than a paperback book or it's something. It's amazing, though, the cameras you can put on these things. Yeah, play better than you. Well, I cell I, phone. I think I told you, I was telling you that story. We went to, When we went and saw that Boris the Sprinkler show, not the Boris one, the one on the record store out back behind yeah, yeah. it, where people are just kind of like gathered on a parking lot drinking beer, watching the basically a band play on like a staircase behind a record store or whatever. Um, this guy had a drone and it was making this dog mental. Like it was above yeah, our heads, noise, but the dog yeah. was just like barking at the, I mean, yeah. we couldn't even hear it with the frequency, yeah. but I'm just like, these drones, I don't know. You didn't, it did, could you see he was driving it? Because I would have just fucking gone and yelled at him. 
I don't care. I don't. I'm well, you did because the, do- the dog was fucking making everyone mad. You know, so you know, he was making the what dog we should have done is I had my phone out with that cop because I was just waiting for. Oh the, yeah, I can't believe we didn't take a photo with the cop. Well, no, no, I was just waiting for the cop to start beating on somebody or shoot somebody. <laughs> I don't think that was gonna happen. Not with Uncle Marv was almost but bending I, over. I, we should have had the like the we could have used the uh, the drone to like. Videotape you know, the yeah, whole video thing. Tape, yeah. Yeah. And so then it would turn out that it didn't have an SSD card. Yeah, <laughs> so the cop gets away with we it. We could sue the police department. Um, so anyway, uh, so the drone comes back down and that was the end of the drone. So, Do you want to play a song or you want to uh, keep going? Um, no, yeah, I'll play a song. Uh, this is uh, this <laughs> this fits pretty perfectly. This is, uh, I don't know if you remember the band Supergrass. They're oh, not yeah, exactly yeah. punk yeah, rock. Yeah, they, yeah, they were like a Britpop kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. this is a this is the most pretty punky aggressive song. song. Yeah, 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 it's the most punky song. So uh, you'll know, the people who know will know. This is their uh, first single. Uh, it's called "Caught by the Fuzz." So uh, this uh, take it away, Supergrass. <laughs> Supergrass with Caught by the Fuzz. And Supergrass is a, an informant, right? Was that what that is? Yeah. So Uncle, I thought Uncle, it was Uncle, Mar- Uncle Marv. <laughs> it Super- I, see, I thought Supergrass was like a like exceptionally strong, strong weed or something. I, I, I could, it could be that, I guess. I mean, that was you just take, my guess. Take it I had bo- to guess. You could take it both ways, I think. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, Caught by the Fuzz, great song, because we were Caught by the Fuzz. But uh, we were, but we were. It was capture and release. Yeah, yes, capture and release. Exactly right. So I was going to swim for it. I was going to dive into the into the murky into the us, murky river, the murky Grand River. You yeah. can't get us all. You yeah. can't get us all. Yeah. Um. So anyway, about three hours have gone by of just buzzing, maybe. drinking, yeah, maybe. you know. And uh, yeah, it was about eight. I'd say. Yeah, Mark's getting concerned about the light. 
And there was a place he wanted to stop. Like we pull up along on, alongside it on the river. There's like a mooring or whatever, yeah, right? Like where a little dock this, where you can pull up and go to yeah. a restaurant. So what's the place called? What, on, old it's Man's called old or something? Bo- old Boys Brewery. Old Boys. Old Boys. So um, <laughs> it's only got a very small bit in front of it, like on the, on the river. Well, I mean, it's got a huge parking lot up front where the right. normal people pull up well, in their the cars. Well, the normal people pull in the cars. <laughs> yeah. But if you pull up in your boat, there's only room for like three boats, right? So and all three were taken. So for some reason, Uncle Marv decides he's gonna, you know, and this sounds like I'm 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 bagging on it. I'm not. It was just funny. Um, decides he's gonna pull in front of the three boats where there's still railings to tie up to, but there really isn't a way to get into the back of the restaurant. So he's tying it up, and I'm like, I'm like Marv, how? What the fuck are we? How are we, we going to get out of this? We would have had to clear, climb up a wall, and then over a rail. Yeah, because think with about no it, entrance or gate or the, anything. The boat in the river is down about six feet. Yeah, and then there was a railing of about ten feet. I'm like, how the hell are we going <laughs> to fucking get over the sixteen foot railing? I think we could have shimmied along the edge of it. I yeah, think it would have been fine. And, and Tom's like, we're going to shimmy along the edge of it until <laughs> past these other boats until we get to the thing. And I'm like, there's just ropes and all kinds of shit in the way, and it's like as narrow as can be. So I'm like, this is a terrible idea. And then, but then, luckily, one of the other guys, the third guy who actually had a real spot, uh, told us he was like laughing at us at first. Did you see that? He was like, he was like, I can't believe you're fucking thinking. You get, how are you going to get over there? He said, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Parkour, man. Yeah. Parkour. We we'll just yeah. hop over. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, you got Uncle Ted. And Tim, <laughs> yes. Like, like we, we Dude, were, he'd probably do better than I would. I'd be the guy who probably would have yeah. a hard time with it. Yeah. So anyway, at least the uh, fence didn't have those like spear points on the top. Yeah, yeah. Like nice go. Like Marv's idea, he just didn't think it through. Just fully, impale right? my groin on that. So yeah. uh, anyway, the the third guy pulled out. So we did a U turn and came back and made had a real spot and yeah. we were able to get it. And actually, the rest of food was yeah, very, food was very good. good. Beer was good. Yeah, it was good. The was food good. was very good. It came up very fast. Um, you said that the place has really weird hours. They're, right? they're barely open anymore. They're literally like a, they're only open four or five hours a day for like four days a week or something. I don't even know how they go. It's a big place. Too. It's a huge place. I mean, you th- I think it would. It's need been a- there for twenty plus years. It's been there forever. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't there when I was a kid, but it's been there a long time. I don't know. It had the look of a place that might be might be on its last leg, but the food well, was I wonder, still excellent. You know, it, once again, and I don't know. You know, you guys are all over the country, all over the world. So I mean, but man, our restaurants. Have not really recovered from the COVID right. thing. Even that, even where we went last night, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, it wasn't that busy. Like restaurants used to be packed. I, I, right. I don't know what's going on. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. Well, you but, know that part of town. I mean, I don't blame people for not wanting to work for no money. But the fact of the matter is, people need to work, right? And restaurants are paying pretty good money for like low low end wages. Now. Yeah, you think, right? Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah. So and then the rest of the trip was pretty uneventful, right? The rest of the trip was pretty uneventful. Yeah. From there, we. Uh, Oh, except, except what's his name? Uncle uh, Ted? Tim, uh, Tim, 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 Tim. Tim got in charge of the boat again after we got back in. After, so we were only in a restaurant like 45 minutes. Yeah, so were, we got back in the boat, and then we started heading back because Marv was worried about it being too dark when we when we got back in. So It was dark when we got back in. Well, for a while, he was wanting us to see the sunset or something. Like, yeah, four yeah. dudes on a boat drinking together. We need, need a beautiful sunset. Yeah, That's definitely like, yeah, any sense. It's, the sunset's no different here than it is <laughs> yeah. anywhere else. So yeah, anyway, but, you don't look at it at home either, though, do you? You don't appreciate that beautiful sunset. But anyway, so he's opening up the boat, going fast, and one next thing, you know, his, his cap falls. His cap flies. <laughs> so we had to, like, a yucky U-turn so we could go and get his soggy, Oh, was that the... That wasn't, that, baseball wasn't the cap. that wasn't the call heroes It hat, wasn't though. the famous hat, yeah, yeah, though. It was one of the other hat. hats, but we had to make a U-turn. To well, the to thing is, hat. Tim wears a cult heroes hat, and he's buddies with Hiawath from cult heroes. Cult heroes were, like, a just after, like, MC5 Stooges band out of uh, Detroit area. I might have played him at some point. 
But, I mean, they probably haven't made merch for like 40 years. So you're not replacing that hat very easily unless you go onto eBay or something or maybe get an estate sale from somebody who's died of old age who was a fan of the band or whatever. So well, You could probably have one made for about 10 bucks. Maybe. Etsy. Etsy. But anyway, yeah, his hat was out there, but it was one of those mesh back ones, so he was able to find it and pull it out, and, and he, he got so excited, he was, like, pumping his fists when he found it, and other boats were, like, waving at us and stuff. It was quite, it was quite the event. <laughs> it was victory. Between, I mean, yes. it was, we were almost more, that was almost more of a celebration than when the cop let us off. It'd be funny if the cop would come over and said we were uh, throwing shit in the river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going one way, wrong way, down a one way. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so we got back up to the uh, boat dock, and... Uh, and that was it. Um, and we, do, oh, we went over to we went over to one of our local bars, yeah. Champs, and we had a few few of, beverages, of course, a couple of beverages. Of course, because you know we hadn't been drinking enough. We'd been on the hot <laughs> river for fucking six hours drinking a bunch of booze. So what do we do next? We go to one of the local Coopersville. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Established now. Which we went to Champs, right? Champs. Yeah. Met up with some, yeah. Met up with uh, my friend Scott and his wife. Which was fun. Yeah. That, that, yep, was, that was, was good. awesome. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we haven't had a lot of local bar drinking. But, you know. Maybe we can do that today. Maybe. Um, because, okay, Coopersville, small town. Small town. Uh, there's like two main bars on this on the street, right? Yeah, well, there's they're Champs close. The they're like side. in the downtown area. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we went to the Champs one, because I guess Scott had been at Southside, and, and he said oh, it was yeah. empty oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, okay, could be. So that's why we went to Champs. Oh, bar- I, you know, hold on The Barcy, once again, no. not recovered, man. The no, Barcy's no, no, not no. recovered. No, we, uh. had, we had plenty of funny times at Champs. Oh. <laughs> First of all, we get in there. And they're doing karaoke. Oh, there's a there's <laughs> that place does. It's amazing. See, that's why we go to the other place. The karaoke is so brutal, and there's no quality control either. It's just like, ugh. You know, you, you occasionally go to a karaoke place. Wow, these people are all good. This is not that place. This is just like, oh, the drags, the, the drags. drags. Yeah. So we got in there. Scott's got his head in his hands because someone had just sung something terrible. Um, <laughs> the guy that's running it has got a cowboy hat and a Hawaiian shirt tucked into his jeans, which, which is always a good look. Um, and so that's going on. He started singing, uh, what did he sing? But he didn't sing the real version of it. He sang the... Uh, oh, it was like a Weird Al, weird Al was it, version. Was it like, of, uh, like a surgeon? Like a virgin. Like a sur- yeah, yeah, he did the line. <laughs> he was doing like a surgeon. Oh, boy. I guess I, I didn't I, wanna, dude, I had totally forgot about that. He I didn't want to offend anybody, I guess. You know, Mr. Cowboy Hat. I don't know. I had totally forgot about that. Yeah, see? And then do you, remember, do you forget about what happened next? Only in a small town, man. Only in a small town. So Cheryl is sitting next to me. And some weird Mrs. Trauma. Some yeah, Miss yeah. I'm sorry, Mrs. Trauma. Yeah. No, that's right. Um, some weird. She's not anonymous at this point. Tall young dude is walking by and starts waving at her, and so I figure Cheryl knows her, knows him, and uh, she waves back, and he goes, "Oh, it's my 24th birthday today." Big two four. And then, and then because Tom's on the end, he's like. Do I know you? Are you from Coopersville? Like, it's this guy's hammered, right? So uh, he swears I know you guys. You're like you're a local here, like a local bar fly, and I, I really don't. I just don't go to my local bars very much. I mean, a little bit, but I mean, Tom's being social and all. You know, Tom's yeah. being saying happy birthday and stuff like that to him, and he's accompanied by accompanied by some like little wimpy looking dude with 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 his shirt unbuttoned all the way it was extraordinarily odd and um the problem is neil you're never at the bar past like 10 o'clock at night like you don't know what goes on in I the guess uh, not. i guess not this is all exciting so anyway he goes he's, he says to me and he he said to me oh yeah he goes to me oh yeah you got a lot of tattoos do you ride motorcycles i'm like no 
do I have to ride motorcycles? Again, I'm looking to pick a fight with anybody, right? I'm like, no, I, I don't ride motorcycles, no. And I said, oh, by the way, it's my 25th birthday today, just to see how much of an idiot he was. And he's like, oh, happy birthday, man. That's great. We're the same oh, birthday. Geez. I'm like, yeah, okay. And then and then Cheryl <laughs> said, this is the best bit. And then Cheryl says to him, oh, these two, you know, they do a, they do a podcast. Um, no, a music I think podcast. I said to the guy, oh, yeah, no, Neil's an old punk rocker. That's why he had all yeah. the tattoos. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's right. That's right. He goes, he's an old punk rocker. We have, that's why he has all the tattoos. And the guy and the guy goes, I like punk rock. I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that was good. you couldn't fucking make this shit up. You could not make this shit up. And then he decides to wander off into the night with his little shirtless friend. <laughs> it was quite the event, man. Well, they probably had to go find a bar that was still open. Our bar is like, they'll kick you out by midnight. I don't know what's going on. Well, it's pretty was, weak. It was fair. So what does a 24-year-old do for fun in Coopersville? What, I mean, Apparently, I that was get, it. just get absolutely wrecked at champs. Yeah. I mean, that's what, we did. that's what we did. That's what we did at yeah. that age. Yeah. And well, we went, actually, that's not true. We went out of town. We weren't... You know, once again, not to I, I, listen. Don't drink and drive, kids. It's a horrible idea. But it wasn't. It didn't seem like it was. It, it, we we didn't worry about it as much as the kids do now, which is great because I know my kids are very conscious of it, and I appreciate that fact. But yeah, we'd go all over the place. Of course, a lot of times my wife, if she went with us, she would end up being the responsible adult. You know, us guys would just be stupid. So anyway, that was Friday night. That was the uh, so after after meeting our young twenty four year old friend, there was nothing much else that we could add. I had a couple of uh, gin and tonics, and yep. uh, yeah, we came back here and went to bed. Came back, came back and went to bed. I think Tom had another couple of beers at home, and uh, we shot the shit and went to bed. So that was Friday. So Tom, should you want to um, play another song? Or yes, I once again, Neil. Song? In case I, I remind people, in case you've forgotten what my theme is, songs inspired by Neil getting irrationally <laughs> angry at people minding their own business, going about their daily lives. So I can't remember. Did I did I keep the Indian Orly one? Or did I yeah, you did. So let's just go, let's start with here. This is a classic. We actually played this like 150 episodes ago, 160 episodes ago. But this is the classic anti-social song. This is the Annie Nora League with I Hate People. And I hate me!
Yeah, you all need that. You all know that. That's the anti Noah League with I Hate People. Fantastic. From the classic song. We are the We Are the League album. Yeah, every song's a every song's a complete classic on that album. So that was Friday. So I'd only been in town ten hours. With that's that's kind of a lot we packed into that fucking ten hours, wasn't yeah. it? That was uh, kind of crazy. But anyway, uh, Saturday morning. Uh, we got up to some was so you're an early you're an early riser usually, but it wasn't. Oh, yeah. You actually slept in a little I bit. I slept in too late, so I'm sleeping in the basement with the spiders and the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the spiders and all the all the uh, all the animals. So down my, there. my my Alex, my daughter, my older daughter, had, we had a bedroom down there for her. But when she moved out, it kind of just getting got ended up getting filled with other stuff. And we're working on making it a bedroom. Someday it'll be more of a proper guest bedroom. But as of right now, yeah, it's a little rustic, but it's you know it's it's, oh, it's like glamping it's like better than camping it's like yes. glamorous camping glamorous camping there you go I and and that, be, that like i said that being said there's couches all over there's there's lots yeah. of, lots of room at least i'm not in the fucking tent richard yes that's exactly all, that's all i'll say to you wearing sandals yes <laughs> um so yeah we get up we have breakfast and stuff like that and then we uh, record a podcast which oh that's right yeah. best, best of 2022 yeah, best so of, far best of 2022 so far which you've either heard or you will hear next depending on which yeah. order we put these in um, so we recorded that. And it was gorgeous outside yeah, yesterday. Yeah. It was in the nineties and it was hot. So then we went for you know one of the best things about coming to Casa Trauma is uh, going the pool. He has a nice above ground pool. Um, how deep is it? Like five foot? Yeah, something like that. F- yeah, fifty. Yeah, I don't know, fifty, fifty some inches. Yeah. It's just so, like chest high. You just walk around. I mean, I mean, it really, it really is like the American dream, right? You're just sitting in the pool, drinking beer, just pretty shooting much. the shit in the sun. Pretty much. It, was, it was great. And Tom, I have to say, Tom's very—he's caught the sun a lot. He's obviously out there a lot because yes. he's, uh, he's very tan. His big old head is. I very look, tan. We, Neil and I are quite the pair: the uh, pale, white-haired uh, <laughs> Englishman and the big, like, tan. Look like I look like a savage. No, I do actually tan really well. It's just we haven't had any sun. We, yeah. I, it's been a, it's been a shitty summer well, so you far. Like you know, as you mentioned, you don't really have a lot because the way you live, you don't really have a lot outside space no, at your own house. And when I go running, I go running at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So it's not like I'm getting burned there either. So he has to go out really early in the morning to not see people that annoy him. That is true. <laughs> that is why I do it. That's exactly why I do it because of traffic and because of yeah. annoying fucking people with dogs and shit. Um, that's actually kind of had that many conversation with your son on uh, when I first got in on Friday because he likes to do it at night yeah and now there's too many people I don't want to yeah well and you get some drunk run you over something yeah I always let, I don't like it when he runs down busy busy roads even though I'm that's another va- advantage to going at 7am yeah you know you're not dealing with a lot of that shit uh, so uh, what did we do then well we just, had lunch, we just had lunch at the house yeah and then we actually had clouds roll in for a little bit in the afternoon so yeah, then when we, you and I went uh, did a little record shopping. Yeah, we drove out to Grand Rapids, which yep. is half an hour. Yeah, right, half, yeah, an half hour. hour now because the freaking highway's closed. Yeah. Uh, so we drove to first our first stop because we did this last year. We did a bar tour of Grand Rapids, which yep. is fantastic. Yep. So, but we start at your favorite record store, yep. which is Vertigo Music. Vertigo Music, right downtown. It is a right fun. in like Homeless Central. Yeah, it is. It's in the it's, it's in the ghetto, but. Um, it's a great record store. Great record store. It is a great record store. It's that kind of record store that you always wish that you'll find when you go to a ta- yeah. new town. You always wish you had more money. Yeah. I mean, it's amazingly well curated. Um, like everything by, you know, punk section, metal section, there's, you know, R&B section. There's even, like new. A, there's even like a dark wave section or something. Yeah, there there's, is like a, a, there's a huge dark wave section, which you never see. No. Right? Post-punk dark wave. Well, I think he's got his employees... Like people who are into that music, he, he you know the owner doesn't pretend to know everything, and he lets the employees that are into that kind of music curate it. Like my buddy John that we ran into, awesome. he curates the metal section because yeah. he's a headbanger. You know yeah. he knows. 
Now, he's an older headbanger, and I imagine, like us, it's kind of hard to keep track of all the new stuff when you get a little older. But, uh, yeah, the metal section is very well curated. So, and it's, it's also interesting. They have all those curated sections, but then they have, like, a general rock section. And it was uh, so. I was asking John, right? John is yeah. his name. I was asking him, how do they make those decisions? Because like the Sex Pistols are in the punk section, but the Buzzcocks and Clash were in the rock section. So it was just an interesting. And the New York dynamic. Dolls, like all the proto punk stuff, was in the rock and roll, or the general yeah. section, like New York Dolls, MC5. Yeah. The first time I ever really kind of paid attention to that. So I mean, I'd asked him, and he, you know, he, he kind of said, "Well, we, it's just kind of how we think it's going to sell. Where people are going to look yeah. for it first. Well, didn't he say like we put the Clash in the punk section, they don't sell. We put the Clash in the general section, they sell. But he said the other way around too for some of the metal stuff. He said if we have it in the rock section, the people doesn't sell. But then when we put it in the, oh, in the yeah, metal he's talking section, about like, it sold immediately. He was talking about like Deep Purple and Rainbow and stuff like that, yeah. and maybe consider really early, yeah. really early yeah. metal stuff. So it was just interesting, but it's a it's a big, not huge, huge, but it's a big it's store. Big. They've got a lot of stuff. Yeah, thousands and thousands of records yeah. in there. I mean, if you can't find something you like in there, yeah, you're not paying very good attention. And, well, and, it's, and it's mostly yeah. new uh, for like punk and metal. Yeah. Mostly new stuff. But the used general section, I mean, if you're looking for a general rock record, if you go in there every couple of weeks, you'll find it within a month or two. It's just a mo- huge amount of volume goes in and out of there. I mean, the only thing I would improve on it, if it, if I was them, if I was to make a suggestion, is if they do have any rare records, put them on the wall or something. Well, there is that wall in the that back. Was just a, that was a staff recommendations. I, oh, I went and looked okay. at it. I went and looked at it okay. on purpose. Just because if they did have something rare that I wanted, I wouldn't want to have to dig for it. I you know, see I, it and I, wall, I guess I know? don't know how much of that stuff they have, but I, you know, if they have a record that's $70, I assume they're not putting it in the, putting it in the general section. You know? well, yeah, I didn't see anything well, that expensive. Well, do, do they have a rare section? Then? Maybe they do. They, maybe they have a know. box. Because a lot of places just have a box. I don't know. Stuff. But they're, they're, the thing with Vertigo, their prices are fantastic. I mean, and I just... I've never found any better. Any, I, I swear. And once again, this is my testimonial. I've never found a store that had a that was better at at, at as many. I checked yeah. as many boxes. This was yeah. for our selection, prices, staffs, grade, just every everything. About this. But anyway, we should get them. Once again, free plug of the show. <laughs> free plug for yeah. Free plug for Vertigo. If you're in Grand Rapids or even if you, what street it's on? Do you know? Uh, it's on South Division. Ghetto Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, on, you know, it's on South Division. We we're kids for entertainment. And once again, I don't know if this will reflect poorly on me or what, but that all the hookers run that street. Excellent stuff. So, and we never would employ the hooker services, but we love to gawk at them. We would drive up and down that street just looking at the hookers. And then one night at like four in the morning, the hookers must have been getting desperate. And they stepped out in front of our car. Oh, boy. And I wasn't driving because I was drunk, but it was my car. And I had this, like, Plymouth Horizon. You know what those are? This, like, tiny, yeah, almost like a Chevette kind of a car. Yeah. Just that tiny little car. And they started jumping in the car and t- grabbing at us and trying to. <laughs> it was the most you're bizarre. So, Dude, so... it was the most bizarre. I mean, it was. Uh, and there's more to the story than that. But bottom line is. You're so you know, irresistible. Bottom line is no money exchanged hands for sex. But it was just such a bizarre situation. But, yeah, that was. And I think they kind of cracked down on it a little bit because, of course, I, I, I can't imagine the last time I was on the street after 9 o'clock, right, you know. Right. But uh, I think they kind of moved to the side streets now, which I don't know the wow. kids are that ambitious. But, yeah, that was our big entertainment. Not, I mean, not like we did it every weekend, but, yeah, if we were in the right mood and struck us, we would go up and down division and look at the hookers. And I'll tell you what. The hookers on TV are much better looking than the hookers in Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm sure. Well, I'll tell you what. So Yeah, you better uh, play a song, right? So, yeah, I bought... Um, Get our mind off the hookers. I'll tell you. Now your mind's on it, I can tell. Exactly. Um, 
I've been looking for like U.S. bombs stuff for ages, and U.S. bombs vinyl is hard to find, man. Yeah, they were CD era, It really man. is. Um, so in the used section, they had a U.S. bombs album, uh, Covert Action, and so I bought that. Um, Tom, what did you buy? You bought a couple of things too, right? I did. I got so I bought a favorite of mine that I didn't have on vinyl. I have on CD, and it's one once again my Kelp Punk stuff. That oh, Flogging Molly. Yes. Yeah. I've come to the conclusion, you know, I always make fun of, like, I don't like ska. I just don't like ska music. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. But I like the kelp punk stuff, and I'm pretty sure that's the equivalent. Like, a lot of people probably hear that stuff, and they feel the same way about it that I do about ska. But yeah. I, so I got the second flogging Molly album, which is called Drunken Lullabies, which I think a lot of you probably like. I thought that was the first one. No, first one's called Stagger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got Salty Dog But this was, yeah. but this yeah, was, yeah, the, yeah. yeah so, and that one's great, too. I would yeah, buy that fantastic, one, Yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. But this one, uh, a friend of mine... Uh, loan me or something or burn me a CD or something so the first one I ever heard by Flag Molly and Drop so I heard the first Dropkick Murphys album which is Do or Die and I think I had like both those albums on it maybe minus a couple songs because I ran out of space but I listened to those two over and over again so I, I do I haven't even listened to the record yet obviously but did you, so, did, yeah, you I got, did you dress in green and do a little jig no I did not we'll get, to, we'll get to this later right <laughs> yeah this is a, a foreshadowing of it but anyway and the other one I got was the reissue of Oh, the great SOD album, Speak English or Die. Oh, yeah. Now, was it always a double album? Or was it just Gatefold? Or was it a du- double album? It's, it's, a, it's a double album. The second album is all bonus material. So the original album is on the first album, which is nice. Because I'll yeah. listen to that second side, prob- or the second album probably one time. It's live, uh, live in Japan. And then there's these bonus tracks. I swear it sounds like the... It's not like the stereo was going to explode or something. It's really the quality of the extra stuff is not very good. I don't even know why they bother. But it was only, you know, it was, it was like... 23 bucks it wasn't like it was 40 right. bucks you know right, it wasn't right, like right. you're you're not really paying for a true double album so um so i grabbed that those are the two things i got and once again there's a lot of stuff i left behind that i would have liked to have gotten but i try to go there pretty regularly mm-hmm. and i usually drop 40 50 bucks i usually mm-hmm. you know i go every couple weeks yeah. and buy two records or whatever yeah, you know because like i said they're very very you know that flag molly was 20 and the other one was 23 bucks yeah fair enough and i usually get a little bit of a discount i know you get a little bit of a discount too yeah i gave, gave i'm, I'm like a good man a discount. good man to know neil a good yeah. man to know so um so yeah so i bought a u.s bombs album so i'm gonna play something by the u.s bombs because they don't get played nearly enough um so master this of one, disaster this one go to oh it's oh, it master disaster. i was gonna say you're gonna send yeah. this one out to officer friendly yeah <laughs> well, actually no i'm not gonna play that song okay. decide, i'm gonna play a different one so uh yeah this song is called rubber room by uh, by u.s bombs
Bombs, uh, Dwayne Peters and the Boys, uh, Johnny Two Bags, I believe, who went on to play guitar with Social D, yep. was he's, in the U.S. Bombs. I bet you he's time. the longest lasting second member now that since Dan Stanell died. He, yeah, he's I'd been with him so. a long time. He's been with him a long time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, assuming yeah. he's still with him. So that was. Will so he ever get to play in an album? Did he play in the? <laughs> he must play in the last one. Oh God, that's true, man. He's been with the band forever. He's funny played on one album. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's crazy. That was one of the other albums I was eyeing there, and I still yeah. that last Social Distortion album, which is very mellow. Granted, Hot but, Times and Nursery Rhymes. Yes, right? horrible name for an album. God, they're horrible at naming their albums. That one and uh, the, and Love and Sex and Rock and Roll. I, I don't. Know, I'm not I'm not impressed with those. I think Somewhere Between Heaven and Hell is a great name for an album, mm-hmm. but after that, I think they kind of lost the white light, white heat, white trash. Maybe that's what's been taking him so long. He just can't think can't of the name for the new album. album. Can't come up with an album title. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so then we decided... It was, it was drinking time. Yeah. It was, it was hot, and it was, it was dry, and it was drinking time. Yeah, it was time. going on 4 o'clock at this point. We were not super motivated. You know, we're not in any kind of a time schedule. Mm. So, yeah, it was going on 4 o'clock. Dude, it's weird, right? COVID, I don't know if it's COVID or what it is. I mean, bars used to open at 11 a.m. Well, yeah, some of them, but these like the pyramid scheme we went to, they they always open at four. They okay. always they, they never, but we we could not find a, a bar. Well, in the vicinity where we were, because we walked from from the record store, we couldn't find a bar in the vicinity that was open. It was like ten to four, and every there was like lines outside. Yeah, some places. that was kind of weird. So what we decided to do, Tom's like, oh, this there's this cool new there's this cool new tiki place. Yeah, I don't like know how Southern new it is anymore, but it's called it's called Max's South Seas Hideaway. It's a it's a real cool tiki bar place tucked into downtown. It's, um, as a matter of fact, it's got such a good name for it. I know people come from all over to go. People who are there's like a tiki bar like crowd. Yeah, like yeah. they and they, but it's the same thing with the breweries, right? Like if you come to Grand Rapids, you're going to Founders. Yeah, you're gonna go down to Bells and Kalamazoo. That's just there's that yeah. crowd. But yeah, I guess there's a tiki bar, and I love tiki bars, man. They're fun. But uh, from the outside, this place doesn't look like anything. It no, just looks just, like a regular hole in the wall bar. But you go inside, and it's gorgeous inside. Yeah. They've done a great job yeah. with the tiki and the. South Unfortunately, seas we only saw a very. We only Neil only got to see a very small part of it because. Because okay, so we go in there. <laughs> so they must open at three because they were open. Yeah. So yeah. we go in, but it's either so small or it's so popular. There's people it's waiting. Very already. popular. And there's all kinds of douchebags in Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, and shit. Like they, oh, what they thought they were, they were going to pretend they're actually going to Hawaii yeah, or what? Yeah, there's a very lounge kind of thing going <laughs> on. So, the, you know, this snooty guy is like, uh, "Can I help you?" Tom's like, "Yeah, two at the bar." And he's like, "Yes, well, I might have the place for you in 15 minutes or something." Yeah, five like, minutes. We're about to open another bar. Okay. All, right, all right. So I went downstairs to pee, and then um, sat there for about eight minutes. And yeah, and then there was, and then another girl came over. You've been helped. By this Are time, you on the list? Are you by, checked in? By this time, it's four o'clock. So we had a photo op in there, and then we just fucking left. We didn't actually drink in there. Well, it's fu- it's funny too because it's, and I told Neil this: it's a great place to bring a date, but it's it's super expensive. Like 
and once again, I understand we all live in different areas, but Neil and I will talk about our drink prices later because we had a wide variety yeah. of drink prices. But it's average drinking there is about twelve bucks. There's some maybe eight or ten dollar drinks, twelve bucks, fourteen bucks. I mean, can you even buy the beer food? Is outrageously expensive too, but it's it's good. I mean, it's a nice place. Like I said, if you want to impress a date, but Neil and I are not on a date. We don't need to impress one another. We're just looking to get down to business. Yeah, we just wanted to get a we just wanted to get a fucking drink. <laughs> we just wanted to get a PBR or some shit. So you know. So we wandered right next door, right up the alleyway, even though the back door was locked. We ran up, we went up to Stella's, which we've talked about before. Pretty good burger joint dive. It's kind of a fake dive. I know Neil kind of resents it because it's it's like a 15-year-old place, but they've like built it as a dive. It's right. all dark inside. Yeah, that's the one. It's like, like Kuma's Corner or something yeah, like that something in like Chicago. That. They're built to be look like it's a dive bar, even though it really isn't. And I think they, you know, they try to make everything eclectic. Like there's no sports on the tvs or anything it's always like old cartoons or yeah, like bob like, ross was on there yeah it's very uh it's very hipster central you know doctor who was on yeah. you know it's like nerdy hipster central it's meant to seem really eclectic and random but i'm sure it's really like focus grouped or something you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like very but anyway it's, it's a cool place they have good burgers we go there for dinner there's a couple of venues right down there so we when we go down there for a show it's pretty common to go there for dinner and it, it's fine they have they have real reasonably priced retro beers. What were your PBRs, like 250 or something? That, or? that was really interesting, actually. So we get to the bar, and there's like an a old couple next to us, and they start shooting the shit with us because he was ordering straight. Are you sure they were older than you, Neil? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Well, I just well, be careful throwing that around. That's all I'm saying. That's a, no, that's a, that's a very good point, right? Because it was just like you and I took that photo of you. The picture of you have inside of who you are. You think it's much different than yeah. the way that you actually yeah. are, and people actually see you. So, yeah, maybe that guy was pretty sixty, the same age as me. But in my mind, he looked like he would look like my dad. But he mind. and his wife were just out, just boozing it up, right? Yeah, they, said, and they were from like yeah. an hour and a half away, but they yeah. were just on their. They were, having, it up. they were having a good time. Um, but anyway, yeah. So being a hipster bar like this, they had hipster beers, right? Not just, but well, I'm not just talking about. I'm not just talking about local breweries. They also had like old school well, trash beers, right? That's the trend, right? So they have very good beer and very bad beer. That's all yeah. these places they have. So you can get a PBR or whatever, or you can get a, you know, oatmeal stout nine right. percent beer right. for eight dollars and a ten ounce mug, you know. So- so the guy, the old guy next to us, old guy or my age guy, whatever. Um, Maybe slightly younger. He was he ordered the Strohs. And where the fuck do you see Strohs these days? I mean, you, don't, you just don't, right? So they, well, they're a, making a comeback. Strohs is making a comeback, but they am not apparently. sure it deserves to after trying one. He was having a Strohs. And what did you get, Tom? Somebody you hadn't had in 30 years. So I was like, I was going to get a PBR, but I'm looking around. I'm going, oh, they got, uh, yeah, not quite that long, but probably 25. They had, uh, I'm like, like what do you got in talking? What do you got in talking? Because I saw they had Coors Banquet. My taste buds have never entirely, and my smell has never entirely recovered from COVID. So, like, I can't, if I drink a light beer, it's just like drinking water. It's terrible. It has well, no flavor. pretty much always on. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's not that great to begin with. But I saw they had Coors Banquet, but I'm like, oh, yeah. He's, and he was lead, reading off the list. Oh, Mickey's. So I'm like, oh, Mickey's, man. I haven't had a Mickey's in forever. So I got a Mickey's Tall Boy. Well, it's not just a Tall Boy. It's like a 24-ounce can. Yeah, it was huge. Yeah. I mean, um, it had the girth and the length. Hello there. The can, um, that is. So, I, it always used to be called Mickey's Malt Liquor. So, is it not beer? It still is fine malt liquor. No, I think, what is malt liquor? It's just a little stronger, right? Yeah, but why, why, is it, why, does it, why isn't it Mickey's Malt Beer? Why isn't my, Mickey's Malt Liquor? I don't know. I just thought malt liquor was what black Oh, was that drank. just, yeah, was that just, okay. Well, anyway. But we drank it, too. I mean, once again, yeah. we drank. I, I Mickey's, when I was in my heaviest gigging days in my band, Mickey's is what we drank the most off. It was cheap, It right? was cheap. cheap it was strong. strong. Yeah, for those days, it was really strong. It was 5.6 or 5.8 yeah. or something, which 
I know it's not seem that strong now with the days of these, like I said, these oatmeal stouts. It's right. like nine percent or whatever. Back then it was like Budweiser's four point eight yeah. or whatever, and it was half the price. And and uh, man, we drank that a lot. And I'm I'm even talking. I mean, a lot of people remember the long neck version where you could actually grip no, the it. short stubby ones. But I'm talking. Well, no, the- I'm talking about the old school forty ounces oh. where it had the rounded top where you had to hold on to the body of the beer like if you grabbed it by the top i remember going right, you hard school if, if old school if you were fucking going 40 ounce well that was because i remember the short bottles the mickey's big mouth they were yeah, yeah i remember those too yeah. but those yeah. the, those you didn't save as much money it was the 40 ounces <laughs> so you really got the good value <laughs> yeah, well because I, I remember going into rite aid here in town in where i live here and i went in the cooler and i grabbed a couple of them and you know how like when you grab a bottle, like it starts condensating when you take it out of the cooler, yep. and it just slipped right out of my hand. I dropped a forty ounce oh. like on the floor of the drugstore. I just made it. I felt like such a jerk. Yeah, yeah. you fucking don't look like too much of a bum. You just Pretty smashed much. a forty ounce on the, oh, I felt like such on the a floor jerk. of a chemist. But yeah, it was. It was. And I'll tell you what, honestly, because I, I have this vision of like Mickey's not being that good, but I didn't think it was that bad. I actually I, didn't think the taste of it was. I, I enjoyed it. Actually, I had one at a family party for the first time about six months ago, and I really enjoyed it too. It was well, really who, tasty. Who's your family that they have Mickey's at their... Um, my, uh, Laura's sister, Michelle, her uncle, her husband, Don, he just he saw it in the store. And, just, and just for for old time's sake, he bought it, and it was really fucking good. Because I'll do that, too, because it's... Well, you know, because Stroh's is making a comeback, but they have, like, that Stroh's, just like the cans, the retro cans, but yeah, then yeah. they have, like, a fancier, like, bottle, too, or, like, they're trying to do, like, a little higher end. But I, I know, I get it, like, oh, that looks cool, I've never seen that before, I'm gonna grab that... Because it used to be all the beer bottles, you know, like Michelob or whatever, they all had their own shape and their they own did. character. They did, yeah, you're right. And now it's just like generic, right? <clears throat> you know, a Corona is the same as well, a Because they're all probably owned by with the same brand. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, and it's expensive to have things that are interesting. So while, so while Tom was drinking this huge fucking Mickey's, I actually had two PBRs. And in, the a P- jar, in a glass jar. Yeah, and the PBRs were uh, not in cans. They were in, they, it was draft, and uh, they pour them for you in a, in a mason jar. Yeah, which Neil was so complaining about, of course. I was, I was drinking... But you know the funny thing is, Mason jar. I had to tell Neil that that's actually a uh, the guy who founded Stella's and some of the other places. He's actually a rich guy. I made his money in Chicago. Blah blah blah. But he grew up going to the same dive like punk bar that I did. So the jars, the Mason jar, is actually a reference to the Reptile House, this great old punk bar in Grand Rapids that we all used to go to. Okay. So, so I, it's willing. I'm willing to let you live with a little bit of inconvenience of drinking out of that jar to bring me back to my old days of the Reptile House. As a matter of fact, even the pyramid scheme went back in the venue. Some of that. The tile on the floor and some of that stuff is supposed to be a throwback to the Reptile House, even though hmm. the venue is so much nicer. The Reptile House was an awesome venue, and I saw probably, I mean, if I could go back and go there, if there's any place I'd go back and go to, I, I would go back there. It was just such an amazing place. That being said, you never knew if there was going to be a working toilet in the men's room. Yeah, right. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. like now where the venues yeah. are much, even the dive venues usually are much nicer than they were back in those days. So anyway, we had one. Uh, he had one. I had two in there, and then we slept across the street to the right across the street to yeah, the pyramid pyramid scheme, pyramid yep. scheme which uh, Tom wanted to buy a ticket for a gig coming up, right? Yep. The um, obsessed, the uh, obsessed. Heavy metal, yeah. And so in there, Tom, because he'd seen this old dude getting a Strohs, Tom decided to get a Strohs as well. Yep. And they had hams on there, so I got a hams. I was not impressed with the Strohs. I, I I didn't think it was very good. I thought the hams was great. Did I would it? definitely buy that. that again. So uh, so yeah, so we had a drink in there, and then Tom knew the guy knows the guy in there. So we actually op- like normally where they have the venue, the venue is in the back and it's yeah, locked. It's it's until got a separate time. entrance. Yeah. So but Tom talked to him and he let us in so I could see it. It looked like a very cool venue, mid-sized venue, yep, right? Yep. 
with like seating along the side and like a big dance floor. The one in the side, middle. like on the right, will be the merch. Like that'll be all okay. the merch tables. Will be yeah, on the yeah, left yeah. side, you can sit. Okay. There's just, it's, there's just a couple tables or whatever. It depends on what the, the yeah. nature of the show was. Yeah. But it was funny because it was a rap guy and they're sound checking. Sound and it was checking, so yeah. loud because yep. there was no. Uh, you know, when there's bodies in there to suck up the volume, yeah. it's not so bad. But this was just it, it sounded good, though. I mean, I thought it the did. sound was pretty good. But it did. Yeah, so needless to say, Neil and I did not go back for hip-hop night, regional no, hip-hop night. No, I didn't want to get yelled at by that angry black dude. <laughs> you know. I couldn't really, I wasn't really paying much attention to what he was saying, but it was, uh, I, I snuck into the bathroom really I told him we'd just be in there for like a couple minutes. I felt a little uncomfortable the whole situation, but I was trying to find where I'd stuck a sticker in the men's room. But if I don't have any in there, I'll certainly get some in Yeah, the put some time. more in there, get some more in there. Um, so then we just had one drink in there, and uh, where did we wander off to next? Oh, we got in the car, didn't we? And we drove to. Well, you know, we were going. I was going to go to a, a great dive bar on the west side of Grab. It's called the Flamingo Lounge, which I've seen shows in there, but it's not really a venue. It's it's like a biker bar, pretty rough around the edges. But I want to go to a true dive. But you, something caught your eye on the way. Something old oh, school. Oh yeah, there was like an old school looking frontage of a bar called the Anchor. Yes. And uh, Tom's like, yeah, that's one of the only old because it looked like a, a lot of the stuff on that street was all like new. New. It was. New that stuff. used to be a lousy neighborhood, and now it's there's new apartments. It's new restaurants. It's a and stuff. very young neighborhood, obviously. Yeah. A very hip yes. neighborhood. The restaurants have it is. the names of the restaurants have like, you know like funny letters like european letters in the middle of the word and stuff like that and uh so we went to the anchor and so the anchor was an old tom said yeah i was gonna say it's been there since 1930 the yeah 1930 something so it's funny because so there there was always like three bars in that neighborhood kills corner which is closed and aftershock which is the dance club that's now the irish joint and we used to go down there occasionally uh but the only bar left now granted you know this is when i was 21 so we're talking 25 30 years ago the only one left is the anchor, the original, and uh, the other ones have kind of just either closed or become something bad. I never went to the dance club, in my defense, but uh, but yes, we went in there, and Neil was like, "Oh, this place is too nice," and the 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 bartender appeared to have her bra on backwards. I'm there, was not so, sure. there was so there was so much to there was so she, much to but, unpack here. But there was she, so uh, much to unpack. She told us it's just cosmetic, you know. I mean, but I mean, like the doors were the same, and some of the stuff was the same. But they, not, they clearly not put rest the cosmetic. They, they, <laughs> they, they, they put a couple of a couple of bucks into it. Yeah, her her outfit was very strange. Neil, can you describe it? Tom, mate, you're all over the place. Hold on, let me. Let, so, <laughs> so we go in, and um. The place is reason. It's got a long thing, long thin bar, and then like booths along along the wall. Real narrow booths. Yeah, yeah, yeah real narrow. Um, so the place is probably about twelve people sitting at the bar. So there really wasn't room for us at the bar. So we sat at one of the tables. Yeah. And uh, we're like, yeah. So there's like fifteen to twenty people in there, and uh, I'm like, there's only one girl behind the bar. She was working her ass off. She was fantastic. Despite nobody the- waited. Nobody waited very long for her. No. Either. Despite the weird. Okay, I have to I have to explain this. So she had a T-shirt on, and it was cut in a huge V down the middle, and from there you could see her breasts. But it looks like instead of seeing a bra like you would expect, Tom's right. It looked like the bra was on backwards. Like some kind of a harness or something. Yeah, you could see most of the breasts. You could but see not the most nipple. of her tits, and but it, it but it wasn't. Also, for the, I'm not disrespecting the girl at all. She was amazing. She was very at what nice. She, she did. Was very nice. But she wouldn't have been the kind of person that I would have expected to be showing her breasts. Yeah, off. she was not a Barbie doll, figure-wise. No, no. Anyway, so that was weird. Um, but amazing. So we go and get two PBRs. <laughs> and $3. I'm like, what? No, we want two of them. Yeah, yeah, they want two of them. 
Yeah, three dollars. They were a dollar fifty each <laughs> for a pint. It's like, have I gone back? In, have we gone back in the time machine to nineteen eighty-five? Um, but no, the PBRs in there were a dollar fifty a piece. That was fucking crazy. I mean, she got a sixty-seven percent tip though, or something, right? Yeah, you she threw did. her five. There yeah, you go. Yeah, and I made sure to compliment her that she was doing an amazing job because in Chicago, fifteen people in a bar, you would have had like at least three people behind the bar. She didn't keep anybody waiting at all. Plus, she was coming out and dr- delivering yeah. drinks to tables, taking orders at tables. I mean, she was amazing. And, well, and when we got there, it was a crowd was more like our age, maybe a little younger, but but it was a, more of a older crowd. And then the boy, as we sat, and as the night went on, the crowd just got younger and younger and younger. Right? That neighborhood, it must be weird because it must be like you said, changing. Because yeah, there's the grumpy old guys sitting at the bar. Who we would have fit in? in fact, well, but we that's did. the only bar they could probably go to down there anymore. You know, unless right. they go down the yeah, road to the other yeah. one. I wanted to go to because yeah, there's right. no, they're not going to want to go to all these other. But then all of a sudden, all the ironic fucking hipsters decided to come in, and so that place was getting flooded with people all of a sudden, and um, the kind of people that okay, so you also had a touch tunes jukebox, which I love. Right, I love playing music while I'm in my bar. Um, so I go to play a song. And you can see when you've played a song, like it, how far in line it is. Normally, you'll be like one or two back. My song was so far back that I couldn't even fucking find it. So, so some of these people, I, I'm assuming the, I don't know who it was, guys at the bar or whatever. They were, they had like all kinds of weird music, all, all lined up, right? They had, but well, some it was, weird it was so eclectic. Yeah, it was like yeah. pop and hip hop, and then like Journey or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and Journey, and and that, that was that was the funniest thing. There was Journey and then Fog Hat. And then when fo- the and it was that- it was it was literally like so I I know fog you know I grew up listening to classic record it was slow ride live live you know yeah. slow ride yeah, yeah. <laughs> take it easy and so the ironic hipsters as they were coming in one of them started like cheering this foghat song I was like you guys just need to fucking die <laughs> just fucking die you're not old enough to remember it it's just fucking get out of here so it started filling up with these kind of mid twenty year old know it all douchebags and with beards shorts are too short yep. they have beards yep um we saw some kind of nonsense at the counter i said this couple uh two girls and this guy came in and i said that guy what did i say to you the guy looks like a simp he looks fucking weird there's something weird about him and do you think people already know what simp means um and sure enough sure enough there was a, the, uh, anyway there was some kind of shenanigans going on and she kept throwing his hand off her leg and it was, it was some kind we of we met nonsense. a nice guy named dave who said he's gonna listen so if you're listening dave, james james i'm sorry james well you couldn't get his name right last night now i can't get it right <laughs> Nice, nice guy. He and I had a, a couple of common, common friends yeah. and stuff. It was cool. So old, older guy. At just sitting at the bar. Yeah, about my age. Sitting yeah. at the bar. Yeah. Uh, we just turned around and was asking about our t-shirts or something at yeah, first. Something. And then he was in bands back in the day. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Not really a punk guy, but he knew some punk stuff. So I don't know how he did it. Somehow he got the line to the front of the touch tunes. And started playing like Susie and the Banshees and X-Ray Specs and shit I, like I that. Think, so hats off to you, James, I, if you're listening. So... so Neil's got the app, right, for the touch tunes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do. I have other friends that have this thing. This is the ultimate scam. Well, it's not a scam. It's it, the it, ultimate scam dude, because it's like... It's everywhere. It's, it's like the Ticketmaster model. They'll just keep... you Like, you can do whatever you want. You just have to pay more and more. If you've heard, like, they're doing... Because it's like, you were saying, oh, maybe you can use, like, 10 credits to get your song to the front of the line. So you're paying $4 or something to hear one crappy freaking Clash song? No thanks. Well, I'm, and it's all songs you have at home. It's not like you're listening. <laughs> no, but it's nice to listen to music you like rather than listen to fucking slow not ride. Not for four hours of track. Yeah, like, even slow ride, I didn't mind. It was that weird fucking hip hop we were listening to. It drives me insane. So anyway, it's, no, it's normally two credits for a play. And three credits can get you to the front of the line. Normally, the front of the but line... But there's like a bidding system. 
but I guess all this other people have done three credits too. So because do even f- though I did front of the line, I was still fifth. Oh. <laughs> I tell so, you what, it's it's you know, there's this thing going on, Neil. Have you seen this? So Bruce Springsteen's new tour, they're using like this. I don't remember what the pricing is, but Ticketmaster essentially has become their own scalper now. Yeah, it's and ridiculous, they will adjust right? prices. So, like mid-level Bruce Springsteen tickets are going for four grand, and people are <laughs> bitching at Bruce. And of course, he's doing, "Oh, I don't have nothing to do with this." Meanwhile, Bruce Springsteen has pulled out of concerts for all kinds of silly reasons. If he had a political issue with it or whatever, you know, pulled out of concerts in the South because they wouldn't let men use the ladies' room or whatever. You know, I mean, he can he can do whatever he wants. Right. Well, he has enough money to start his own well, ticketing exactly. company. For and fuck's it's, just, sake. it's like, come on, Bruce. Let's at least be honest about this. Yeah. But it's just. But anyway, that's what I feel about this Touchstones. Is that, um. Anyway, uh, that was. A, I'm sorry. I, I said that very disparagingly about the transgender community. And I didn't mean to come out that way. It sounded a little. Transgender I said, community. Well, it was the bathroom thing in uh, South Carolina uh, or whatever. Mean, you know, you know what I mean. I didn't even take it like that. Well, no, and I know, but I, I don't mean to offend anybody. That wasn't. I, I, I was kind of glib about that. But anyway, my point being. Uh, that's touchstones. It's like, oh, you can have your song to the front. You just have to go one more credit than that, one more credit than the next. You know what I mean? It's like the, playing a song at a bar for four dollars is the equivalent of a four thousand dollar concert seat, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, whatever you like it, hey, it's all good. The two dollars and fifty—I mean, the one dollar fifty cent beer is made up for it, man. Yeah. Um, no, I would, I would happily do that. Play something I wanted to listen, so I don't have to listen to again. You know, some dude playing crappy rap music for the next half hour. Thank you very much. That's um, why I call him Daddy Warbucks. But anyway, I, I didn't really have to because our friend James played like six punk songs in a row. Yeah. So that was wait. He must have right. paid out the ass too, right? Because he might depend. You know what? If he's a local at that bar. He might have some kind of in to the mm. touch tunes. It's it's entirely possible. You think you can beat uh, the algorithm if, it, if you're local? If you have enough credits, like mm. if you've had enough like thousands of plays or something in the touch tunes database, I think you can get all huh. kinds of uh, all kinds of he's like a advantages. V- he's like a VIP touch yeah, tunes. Yeah. I mean, touch tunes is weird, right? Because you, you control it through an app on your iPhone, but you can go up to it like an old school jukebox and put money in. Yeah. But the Yeah, like a normal person does, like yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, th- then your song is going to be like 30th. Well, no, not really, because I'm only going to do it if nobody's playing it. Like, I'll go to, like, our South Side, our local place there. They have touch tunes right. there, and I'll do it there. Right. And I'm a cheapskate. Like, if you use the ones in their direct database, it's only one credit. If you pull something from the Internet, it's two credits. So if, you can, if you're if you thrifty enough, you can find some good stuff. Oh, so that's why we you got... two songs for Is, is that why we got Fog Hat Live? Dude, I, but, well, I don't know. Because <laughs> that was one credit. Well, but you listen, dude, I grew up going to Pizza Hut. It was, like, yeah. three plays for a dollar, you yeah. know? But anyway, this place, you know, we actually left for a minute because we couldn't stand some of the crowd. But uh, why did we go back in again? We went back in again. I called my wife. Oh, yeah. We, we, were, gonna, we were hoping to meet up with some friends for, yeah, for dinner, dinner. And we were thinking about going the other direction. And we would have had to come home and meet up. But instead, I said, hey, let's. Uh, and you know what? I'm going to play another song, yeah. All right. Yeah, play another song. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I just, you know, these young guys, Neil just doesn't like the looks of them. It's like a, it's like an old bull, young calf kind of thing or whatever. He sees these young guys walking in. And what it is is he th- he thinks uh, they, they're not macho enough for their girls, right? The, the, the girls are too, the, A, the girls are too good looking for them. Always. The girls are always too good looking. In fact, I'm going to play a song about that as well. <laughs> um, the girls are always much better looking. And they, they need to, if they had more self-confidence, they wouldn't go out with such looking douchebags. You can tell these guys are just douchebags. <laughs> and it's not just that. It's, they all look the same. And none of them have got any fucking style. Like, if someone came in with some style and looked cool, it would have been one thing. But they all come in looking exactly some the fucking do, some same. Some of them do look like, you know, one of my favorite movies of all time is Pulp Fiction. And after they accidentally shoot that guy in the back of the car, they go to Quentin Tarantino's house, and he has to give them some of his, like, old clothes because they're yeah. sweet-looking black suits are all covered with black. brains. Yeah. And, you know, they and the joke was, you know, 
You look like dorks. You look like dorks. Or we look like we go to a volleyball. You guys go to a volleyball game or something? Because right. they're wearing like... Oh. And that's how guys dress to go to the bar yeah. now. Yeah. It's funny because we there was that table of like six dudes. And they're wearing like slides and like sweat shorts. And it is it is pretty... Yeah, one, one guy looked like he was wearing a onesie. And it... <laughs> it's, it's like back in my day. I know I'm old. But you want to, you, you, you went out, you wanted to look good or you wanted to look cool? Yeah. These kids just look like fucking, and they all look exactly the same. They all look fucking douchebags. Yeah. So, anyway, play your song, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is uh, Verbal Abuse, I Hate You, from their great Just an American Band album, which we always sing the praises of. Verbal Abuse, I Hate You. sponsor. It's a jungle out there. You gotta look out for number one, but don't step at number two. All right, that was verbal abuse with "I Hate You." And verbal abuse was uh, Nikki Sicky, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, the first album from California. Yeah, first album. Yeah. The second album had a different singer and went more like a thrash kind of a. Okay. Well, no, the second album had a different singer, but it was still punk. After that, they went kind of in the nineties, did kind of a thrash yeah. thing. Generally a cool band, but, you know, typical punk story, right? That first album, never could do anything as good as the first album. Right. But. 
Verbal abuse not to be confused with verbal assault. I, yes. I, I often I don't, make that I mistake. I actually don't know verbal assault. Yeah, I know they have a famous album called Trial, and I, I see it around, I see it's been reissued, and I see people talking about it, but I've never heard it. They, I, asked, they actually just played Chop Chop last... I need to two, remember. Two weeks ago. I swear, I need to carry, like, a, I need to make a list in my phone for when I'm going on Spotify, because I just listen to the same stuff over and over again. I need to make a list of what right. I need to. Yeah. Like, the only way I can remember is if it's just if I just talked to somebody about it. Okay, I'll listen to this new, yeah. new thing. And I do try to listen to new stuff. I don't need to listen to the Misfits Walk Among Us again if I don't have... You know what I mean? But that's yeah. but how often do you find yourself... Right. But a lot of times what I'll do now on Spotify is I'll put in a band that doesn't have a real deep catalog, and then they'll just start playing other music like it, and it's you recognize about every other song, or even more. And once in a while a song comes out, oh, it's really cool, what is it? And you check it out, I was like, oh, I've heard of that, but I never listened to it. So I guess that's my new radio or whatever. So if you thought I was angry before... Um, Tom's lovely wife shows up, and we go across to this. Well, okay. here's here's the thing, right? We were going to go to a place that we really like out in Muskegon called Hank's Tavern, but since the since Scott and his family, Scott and his wife weren't going to join us, like, why don't we just have my wife come out here? And she, well, I, that's a drive. Muskegon's what forty five minutes? Well, from it's it's twenty minutes from my house, but we're still twenty minutes the other direction from Rapids, my house. Yeah, 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 yeah we're we're the other direction. And you know, we'd been by this time, we'd had. No, we weren't drunk by any means, but we'd no. been drinking for a while, so maybe I took dinner off. I, I didn't. I didn't drink during yeah. dinner. I, I took a little break there. So anyway, there's this. Okay, so uh, let me put this to you. We're looking across the street from the Globe, and there's a place called O'Toole's Public O'Toole's House. Pub. Yeah, I had been think? in there like ten years before. It's called Public House. I mean, it's really going O'Toole's. for the Irish thing. Yes. You're thinking it's an Irish place. Well, they thinking they're thinking it was too. Even if you don't. So we decide. You know, Cheryl drives out and meets us. She's good sport. And uh, we go in there. It is probably one of the least Irish places I've ever been to well, in the, my life. Well, the looks of it was... It was dark. You could pass, right? It was all wood. And, I mean, you could pass... I think the looks of the inside could pass for, pass for like, a yeah, public I mean, house. If, uh, I'm, but I'm talking about what makes it an Irish pub restaurant is the food. And yeah, I, the menu. Was okay, so they had Guinness. That was that was about yeah. it. That was about as Irish as it gets. Because the Smithics, food... Smithics, dude. It's Smithics. <laughs> The the food was uh, yeah you can get a corned beef ca- uh, corned beef roll or something. My wife got corned beef tacos. Corned beef tacos. That, corn, was, that, was, had, that was the equivalent. They had corned beef it. tacos and corned beef egg rolls. Yeah. So that was you didn't fun. eat that at your Irish friend's house when you were growing probably up. Not. Probably my not. My mother, my mother's famous uh, corned beef egg rolls. So they didn't even have shepherd's pie or fish and chips. I mean, yeah, that's, I, that's how un-Irish my, it was. My my theory on that is because I had been there like ten years before, and I remember thinking it was quite good. But I think it might be, once again, a COVID casualty. Or maybe it just sucks now. I don't know. But, yeah, they had a paper menu. It was very limited. They didn't Super have... Super limited. I mean, they didn't have a Reuben on there, dude. How do you no. not have a Reuben? Right. There was, like, five sandwiches, like, five appetizers, and three yeah. three burgers. That was it. Yeah. The rest, of the, the rest of the menu was all drinks. Yeah, there was no, like... There was no, like, $20 meals, even. There wasn't anything like a fancy... Like, a full meal. What do you call a meal with, you know, the full sides and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was alright I mean the food was alright I, I actually didn't think the food we had was not too bad it wasn't bad but it wasn't yeah it wasn't amazing it wasn't great. so who paid for it I did oh, oh you did yeah, oh, I guess you owe me lunch today buddy I guess I did no it's fine no, I, just, no, I, it's I, I, just, I just couldn't remember us paying yeah, <laughs> that, that would have served well, right. the, yeah the kid wanted to cash us out so yeah we. so if Tom thought that I thought the people at the, at the anchor were douchebags <sighs> This place was wall-to-wall fucking doing Well, the crowd was getting... And there were some older people there, but they were a little more, like, clearly trying to, like, flaunt their middle-classness, right? But it was it was just... It was very young, and as the night went on, it got even younger. It was a very young... Kind of the... I mean, these are the... Not the poor young kids. Not They're not necessarily rich kids, but these are the middle-class kids going out for the night, Neil. Yeah. 
And Why I mean, do you resent them so? I I just do. I just resent the. I just you know what? Going out to dinner, I resent the lack of effort. I resent the lack of effort. Yeah. I don't want people coming in in fucking sandals to, to dinner. <laughs> I and you know the, most of the girls look pretty. Their dresses on and stuff, and the guys are just in their fucking yeah. onesies. I, oh shit! It, it that just, is that was that's that's a bit much for me too. I guess. It just it just made me very angry. So it was so loud in there that Cheryl wasn't comfortable. So we actually went and sat outside. Yeah, it was. We found it, it was. It, yeah. was it was all wood, you know. Yeah. And then they had the music. So yeah. we found a table outside. They brought the food. What did you? Oh, we did we just drink water there? What did we drink? You and I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had Corona. I think a couple of Coronas. Maybe. Yeah. So uh, that that, Mex- that, that that Irish beer Corona. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's very good. Um, so we ate there, and I just got incredibly, increasingly angry. Um, so we decided to get out of that neighborhood because it was just getting infested. by uh, We really banks. didn't get out of the neighborhood, but we went down the road a mile or so. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess yeah, yeah. you're right. We got yeah. out of the immediate neighborhood, and we went to uh, the place we met uh, Cole at last year. What yeah, was the yeah. name of that Fulton, place? Fulton Street Pub. Fulton Street Pub, which is a great little bar. Yeah, it was not too with busy. an outside. Not too busy. No, not busy. Not busy. They had cheap drinks again. Yep. I think you had a beer that was two dollars. Yep. I had a Guinness that was six. I think, yep. and you get pitches of Guinness, which is pretty amazing. So we went and had a nice drink outside there, I and mean, yep. there was a, a, a complete lack of douchebags at that place. It was more alternative. The girl was the girl behind the counter. The girl, the girl, actually, the girl behind the counter is a singer in a punk band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, her her boyfriend of many many years, probably a decade or so. Last year when Neil came into town, we went and saw State. That's right. Yep. So if you the flashback seventy episodes or whatever, we went and saw State, and this guy we really didn't know was kept buying us drinks, and then yeah. I and then we kind of reminisced and found out that he and I actually had spent an afternoon drinking together. Years see, previously, see some whores on that street. You, years previously, <laughs> that's a rumor. Yeah, unsubstantiated rumor. Uh, so anyway, so that was really cool. It was really laid back, and uh, the complete polar opposite of all the. Uh, now, were all those college students, you think? All the douchey bags? I don't think so. I think a lot of young professionals. Maybe some college students. Well, it's not college season. You know, college kids, a lot of them are Oh, wrong. I guess. And I guess you're you right. Know, yeah, that housing yeah, yeah. there, I think, is year-round housing. That's not really yeah. college. There is, you know, Grandpa's is not a college town in that there's, like, one big college. But there are a bunch of smaller... Which is, why was that old guy asking you about that? He seemed very interested in the college I, I situation. Know. I don't know. <laughs> funny to know where the college I was really, were. I was not really super engaged with that conversation, if we're being honest. He was... He seemed like a nice enough guy. I just, he was smashed out I was, of his he, mind. You were next to him. Yeah. And, of course, we're in these bars. They always got the music going. Neither of us hear all that well. So if you're one stool over, it's really hard to follow a conversation right. that's going on. Well, he couldn't understand my accent at all. Because <laughs> he was like, everything I said, he was like, What? You couldn't understand what? his accent either, stroke victim. Because I was actually, I was actually trying to be polite for a change. I was actually like trying to engage him in conversation. Yeah, I was waiting he, for you to lose your. But he cool couldn't hear me. Uh, so you know, I, so I, I, I get. I took photos of him. They asked me, they gave me their camera oh, yeah, and said yeah. take photos. So instead, I took a selfie of myself. No, I didn't. That, that would have been funny though. They get it home and dick, who's dick. this? <laughs> um, so after that, we. Uh, you know, unfortunately, by then it was getting kind of late. Oh, you know, I'm gonna play a song. Yeah, do that. I'm going to play a song. So this song sums up, and this isn't a normal thing that I would play on this show, but this sums up my thoughts about these asshole guys who make no attempt at all and the girls who are, you know, uh, low confidence, but they dress up and they look really nice and they shouldn't be going out with these fucking gorillas. So this song is uh, by Joe Jackson. You, ah, you all know a it. classic. This is Is She Really Going Out With Him? Walking with gorillas down my street 
staring while my coffee goes cold. Look over there, there, there's a lady that I used to know. She's married now or engaged or something, so I'm told. Is she really going out with him? Is she really gonna take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Cause if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. Tonight's the night when I go to all the parties down my street. I wash my hair and I kid myself I look real smooth Look over there, well. there Here comes Jeannie with her new boyfriend They say the looks don't count for much you so there goes your proof Is she really going out with him? Is she really gonna take him home tonight? Is she really going out with him? Cause if my eyes don't deceive me, there's something going wrong around here. Around here. But it looks good, kill. There's a man there who's more down as dead. And is she really going out with him? Absolutely classic, classic, classic look classic sharp song. album. Such a great yep, album. Yep, and uh, don't sue us, Joe. Thank you, please. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, so that was that. Well, that wasn't the, quite the night. We drove. Well, unfortunately, we kind of went a little too late, and then we kind of we were supposed to meet up with Scott and his wife later, and they kind of got got a little too late, I think. And they uh, well, driving home, a horrendous thunderstorm yeah, we started. Had a terrible thunderstorm. It was, Piss, absolutely pissing down. So we decided to have a nightcap at one of the yeah. local bars, right? Um, and we pulled into this time. We went to the other one, Southside. Southside, right? yeah. And uh, we get to Southside, which I, I go to a lot more often, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit more laid back. It's a bit seems a bit. Food's more, not quite as good, but it's better. More of an older, little yeah, older crowd. Little older crowd. 
Um, even though we did see the, another bunch of douchebags at the table in the match. Oh, that's onesies. right. That was the guy with the onesie. Yeah. Um, he got up. I'm like, what is what is going on here? Yeah. We had matching like, like athletic a, like, shorts like, and matching athletic But shirt. it was like a patterned. It yes, was, it was. It looked like yeah. something a middle-aged woman would wear after she got divorced or something. I don't know what. Dude, tucked I, in. Tucked in, too. That's I, always the best look know. when the shirt's tucked into the pants. Um, but anyway, we went there. And because it was raining so hard, even though we parked right outside the door, we got absolutely fucking soaked. And they were doing cash only because they the credit card machine was down or something, which is fine. Well, because the storm, yeah, we had, we've had, yeah, we've had a couple of these violent storms. I don't know. I lost my internet. I lost my. I don't know what's going on. Silent but violent. So uh, we went in. Uh, Cheryl had a couple of good night drinks. I had a I had a Moscow Mule, which was I had a fantastic. Couple of ginormous beers. Yeah, man, those are like thirty ounce thirty ounce mugs or something that you would you were down in, right? <laughs> yeah, so, they're uh, big. And then we uh, listen, dude. It's a lot of bang for your buck. A lot of bang yeah. for your buck. So we were being serenaded by some fucking weird hunting show on I don't even know what channel that was, but of people butchering uh, snapping turtles. It was it was quite the uh, it was quite the event. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it was nice. It was nice because the people it was empty. I mean, it was like two tables of yeah, people, in there. people in there. I mean, it was almost midnight, right? I think, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was that long after eleven. But yeah. yeah, we were pretty worn out. Yeah, and so the people who worked there will even start and put the tables up and stuff. Everyone in there was wonderful. Yeah, and uh, that was the end of our long boozing day. Really, right now uh, it's Sunday morning. It's a new day. Yep. The day is ours. Yeah. Now the weather still looks pretty iffy today. Yeah, it's not it's sunny and gray. it's just I don't know where cloudy. We're that should be a perfect record still day, but I told you that yesterday we should just stay by the pool all day. But I know you can't take as much skin we, sun on your skin uh, as I we can. D- we did plenty. Of, well, I think we had a, a plenty fine day yesterday. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was yeah, a fun day. Yeah, so that yeah, was, we uh, could go to some other. We could try some different places. There's there's that other record store or see what Scott wants to do. Yeah. I guess I haven't really seen him. So yeah, or if you want to see Uncle Marv again, not going well, on a boat though. Thanks. <laughs> Head of boating, huh? Yeah. So uh, you want to your last song? Do you want to? Uh, Introduce this. Oh, oh, is, was this something to do with the restaurant? Because uh, that well, no. This sense. is this is another thing that makes you in, enraged. Oh, it does. Hate like fake Irish people. Yes. Yeah. So well, there's this. Th- this it, goes back a long time for me. It goes back to your childhood. No, it goes back to when I first came to the states. St. Uh, Patrick's Day parade. So uh, even a fucking St. Patrick's Day parade in Ireland. I remember reading that. It was very interesting about how our Irish customs are such a twisting twisting of traditional Irish stuff. Like for example, they said St. Patrick's Day in Ireland. Years ago, it was like a sacred family holiday. It was a quiet holiday. You'd spend it with your family. And it was more almost like a religious holiday. And then, of course, Americans, like Cinco de Mayo <laughs> and everything else, we take like a, a holiday that is, like Cinco de Mayo is not, was, is not a big holiday. No, in Mexico. it's not. No. Well, it is now. But, but they, what it, and, and they make it a boozing up holiday. This would be St. Patrick's Day. Totally changed the focus of it. So my understanding is now... Ireland, in order because they have so many tourists around St. Patrick's Day, they've actually had to like up their game. And uh, yeah, but there's there's this, this this band from Detroit that I've talked about before, Bad Assets. I really like them. We played them before, and uh, I really actually want to get the singer on the on the podcast at some point. I'll start bugging them again. I hate bugging people. That's why I, I reach out, and if I can't make it work, then like six months later, I'll circle yeah, back. Yeah. But anyway, he he obviously feels the same way as Neil because on their second album of their three albums, they have a song called. You're a prick, not a mick. <laughs> and it's about people pretending to be Irish, I think, and getting all drunk on St. Patrick's Day. And, and I, I'm like, I, I, I don't share your rage for this, but I, I, I mean, I kind of get it. It's annoying, but I don't know. I don't know why things that annoy me make you go into a blind rage. But anyway, this is so. This <laughs> uh, is from their. This is this is from their second album. It's called On Trial. Fantastic album. It's got uh, Lars Fredrickson does some vocals on it. Uh, 
Jay from the Suicide Machines. Just a great album. Probably the best of their three albums, even though they're all good. But, uh, yeah, this song is called You're a Prick, Not a Mick. Bad Assets. <laughs> Assets there with a certainly I can certainly agree with that uh, that emotion. You're a prick, not a mick. Um, I, yeah, it I, is funny that small country. Everybody wants to be Irish. I don't know what it is. Like I don't want to be Irish. I like the music and I like the culture a little bit. But I, 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 the United States as a whole, I, everyone's always looking for some kind of heritage. I don't yeah. know why you people can't be happy just to be American. No, no, but that's the way I was raised. There was no nationality. We didn't really know what we were. We were mixed. Right. As I got older, I know I have a little. Yeah, you know, I always knew I had some Dutch and, but. My, thr- all, my thriftiness, but, I write but off But, I mean, that. everybody has something in them, right? But like, the Americans seem to be con- obsessed yeah. with finding what their family roots are. And, uh, and I, well, I I'm telling you, that's, that's relatively call, re- it's a more recent phenomenon, though. People call themselves Irish or something, and it's like, oh, you Irish? No. Were you born in Ireland? No. Were your parents born in Ireland? No. Yeah. Like, well, you're not fucking Irish, then. Yeah. You're not Irish. Yeah. So, and it's not important. You're American. It's fine. Pretty, perfectly proud of being American. There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway... Well, and most of us, at the end of the day, are European mutts. 
Hmm? I mean, you're English, but is every bit of you English? And well, I, I, I was born in England, so yeah. I'm English. That's yeah, yeah, but I mean, what were you? Oh no, I'm Viking originally. Are you? But I would never go around. Yeah, that's why. That's why you're so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you're wearing that hat with the horns on it. Ah. I'm Scottish and I'm Scottish and Viking originally, oh, yeah? but I would never. Were the Scottish Vikings? Or no, the, no, the, the Vikings Swedish, invaded. right? Or, or the like the Nordic? Yeah, the invaded. That's they why invaded. you can't. That's why you can't take the sun. You know, it comes <laughs> yeah. from a sun. I mean, every yeah. every 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 people group he's a part of is sunless. So McDougal actually means son of Dougal because that's Scottish, obviously. Yeah, and Dougal means dark stranger. So I'm son of the dark stranger. Ooh, that's so sexy, Neil. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why his. Uh, that's why his adult film name is Neil Dark Stranger. But again, I wouldn't get married in a fucking in a fucking Viking outfit. Whereas we had a guy at <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, kilt. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, had a guy at work. Time. Yeah, he's about as he's about as Scottish as fucking Thomas, and yet he gets dressed in a fucking. It's it's. Well, you know I have cultural sc- appropriation. Well, you know I have Scottish, right? Cultural appropriation. My grandfather was McClellan. Yeah, well, that makes sense even more so why you're so why, tight so with your money. Why I'm cheap, Because yeah, yeah. I'm half Scottish. Squeeze a penny till it screams. Was that yeah, Simpsons man. joke? It's about as popular as a Scottish pay toilet. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, but it's but it's one of those things. I mean, my mom has been to Scotland, and I would I would like to go. I think it'd be cool. You know, she found the old. I mean, we have a family tartan. We have a family tartan, and there's yeah. a there's a castle and stuff. Yeah. But we don't. Yeah, I mean, we're not particularly connected to it. Tom I mean, shows up there. I'm here. England. <laughs> I'm heir to this throne. Yeah, yeah. Give me my castle. Yeah, I'm fucking. Well, I, and we're also it. very dis, uh, far removed from, but distant relation to General McClellan, who almost screwed up the Civil War for the North. Excellent. Well yes, done. I mean, did you learn about him? You probably didn't, but most kids who learn American history, General McClellan, he didn't do what he was told, and he. I mean, it's not a direct line of mine, but it's you know, it's there's a distant relation, so. Well, the McDougals have got a very, very unfortunate history in, in Scotland. The McDougals are the ones that, for example, um, when Robert the Bruce was reading his Scottish Rebellion... He turned we, on him. We sided with the English. <laughs> so I sold him down the river. So, you know, we've always Well, it's been, funny because uh, my, my wife loves that show Highlander, and there was the McDougal clan in there. That was probably your... Yeah, yeah, yeah they're assholes always. They're always. The McDougals are always assholes. <laughs> so you're cop lovers back in the day. <laughs> the British were basically the cops. We could see who was going to win. Yeah. We, we went with yeah, the I winners, guess. baby. I guess. So, uh... Anyway, that's been our trip to uh, to my trip to Coopersville so far. I love it here. It's fun, small town, and uh, we get record shopping. We go boozing. It's uh, it's awesome. I uh, but uh, we're gonna have to go back to work tomorrow to, or uh, tomorrow to recover. Yeah, I drive home tomorrow, so uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, I love coming the, out the here. Trip, once the year. trip is a bear, right? It's uh, it's it, not super long. It's like four hours, but it's like because I, I tell you, because he was complaining about Neil was complaining about traffic. I'm like, yeah, I do. I come to your place like four times a year, Neil. Yeah. I guess it's because you don't complain about it. You know what? It wouldn't be. It would be fine if it wasn't for the constant fucking construction. construction. Yeah. It would be a th- It would be like three hours, ten minutes. Yeah. And uh, the thing, that, I probably said this on the other show, but the thing that's most annoying to me is when you see the signs that say road construction ahead, down, you know, left lane closed ahead. And they start putting the cones out like a two so you miles get over, ahead so of So you time. get over the right lane because you're yeah. trying to be decent. Yeah. And, then, and that's yeah. the slowest. Yeah. But then all these cones are down for no apparent reason. Because there's never anybody working on it, nothing's dug up, and yet the road is down to one uh, to one lane or whatever for no apparent reason, just because they no one's bothered to pick the fucking cones up. So anyway, that's a separate union guy. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't been hired yet, but uh, that's uh, that's the only really annoying thing about the drives. Otherwise, the drive is uh... now yes. when I get off the highway. I always make the mistake of thinking I'm really close to your house. Yeah, it's a good and, half and hour actually, still off the highway. It's a good, it's a good forty-five minutes of country roads, which <laughs> it's fine if if you're by yourself. But if you're behind like a garbage truck or something, good luck with that one. How about a tractor? Yeah, a tractor exactly. 
because you can't really see around it to to, to go around. It's a one leg yeah. road. So it's been weird weather. I wish we had a little nicer steady. We've had some real violent storms come through. Yeah. I wish I wish we had a little. Uh, but yesterday was real nice. So silent but violent. All right, yes. I got I got my last song to play. Why don't you do that? And uh, so this is gonna this is gonna sum up our day yesterday and all the. Uh, so we paid a dollar fifty for beer at the anchor. Uh, the beers at uh, Pyramid Scheme, I assume, were cheap. Yeah, I think they're three bucks a piece. And uh, even at that first place, what was the first place? The fake dive bar? What's that? Oh, what Stellas. Yeah, Stellas. Stellas was here. Yeah, his big Mickey's. Two fifty or something for a draft. His big Mickey's and like my uh, and my two PBR. It, the bill it was, was ten bucks. It was our, 10 our bill bucks. was ten bucks. It was ten yeah. bucks. Yeah, I mean, one drink in Chicago was ten bucks. So all incredible, all cheap. Yeah, I was going to say, this is actually a pretty cheap trip for you. Other than gas, gas, obviously. Yeah. Is a bit, but even here, you fill up here a dollar less than what you're going to get yeah, back at home. exactly. So uh, with all the beer that we've been drinking, and uh, I've actually been enjoying it. The hams was great. The PBR has been great. So I didn't. Have, I don't have to be fancy. So uh, this, it's all Wonder Beer to me. So this is Naked Reagan with Wonder Beer. Black and blue, will this be 
So there we go, Naked Raygun, Wonder Beer, one of my favorite songs by Naked so Raygun. So I believe we played, so two of the songs today I believe we played are repeats. I believe we played Wonder Beer before, right? Yeah, and I believe we again, played I Hate People before. Again, like two years ago. Yeah. I think it's, Nobody I think cares. It's, I think it's fine. Um, Nobody cares. Yeah, and people like songs they know anyway, right? That's true. So anyway, that's the trip. That's the end of the show, I guess. That's Not much it. else to talk about. Yeah, Punk Till I Die 77 at Gmail. Punk Till I Die podcast, Punk Till I Die podcast group. I see some other, some of our other pals are out having some fun this weekend too. So yeah, that's right. There's gigs up in Minneapolis. Um, yeah, I Minneapolis guess. looks like yeah. they're they're howling at the moon up there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks everybody. Oh yeah, buy t-shirts if you want t-shirts. They're always available at Loud Pizza, loudpizza.com. Look in the merch section and you can get a black or white Punk Till I Die classic t-shirt. I got a black one sitting right there. I haven't even worn it yet. Yep. It's funny. While we're sitting here, Neil, I got uh, a messenger message from our friend, from a friend of ours, saying that he had, he's confirming a pretty good guest for us, and we got a great email from our pal Carl. So that these are all things teasing things for Excellent. a later for, for a later time. day. All right. And then so. you got a big package from Pirates Press oh last my night gosh. when you came home. We'll talk about that another time, though. Oh, There's yeah. So many things must in have, there. Everything must have weighed like yeah. 10 pounds, right? There's so many things to, in there that we... This is going to take... Uh, this it's going to take, take a, a month to, to listen to it. Yeah, exactly. It's going to take me a month to listen to it. So, uh, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, as always. And uh, we will uh, t- stay free and keep a little mark in your heart. And uh, We'll smell you later. Smell you later, everybody. Bye-bye. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>